welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. Communion is such a central statement of faith. The Bible says that as often as you do this, we show forth the death of the, the death of Christ. First Corinthians chapter eleven, from verse twenty-five said, "As often as you do it, you do show forth the death." So it's a declaration. Communion is a declaration. It's a statement of faith that somebody is making. Amen. 1 Corinthians 11, 26, it said that for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death till he comes. And Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. So we do it to remember him and not just to remember him. We do this to also show forth, demonstrate that the Lord is coming back and the Lord died for us and we are blood washed Blood bought, blood redeemed, blood sanctified, blood justified in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. In the book of John, chapter 3, Jesus drew the attention of people to how we should believe in Him. Believing in the Son of God, believing in the Son of Man is important. Then uh, we see that play out again. In chapter 4, the Bible says that the man whose son was sick, who traveled to come and see Jesus, Jesus said, go, thy son liveth, and the man believed. And then when he went, before he even got to the house, they met him and told him, your son liveth. He asked, at what time did he begin to live? They said, he began to live again. And they said, at this hour. Then the man knew that in the same hour, in the which mm. Jesus said to him, that your son liveth. That same hour, his son began to live. John chapter 4. So after the father, the scripture 3, so the father knew that it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, thy son liveth. And watch this. And he himself believed and his whole house. He was a big man with a lot of servants. They all believed. Wow. They believed in his house without seeing Jesus. He was the only one who saw him. But the rest, a sick child and the servants in the house, including his wife and other people, didn't see Jesus, but they believed because they heard about Jesus and the man told them what Jesus said and how it happened. Mm -hmm. So the book of chapter four ends with believing. The woman believed in Jesus and went and brought um the people in the uh, Samaritan, that's all the men of Samaria. Mm-hmm. And in chapter five, this man who was crippled or impotent got healed, mm-hmm. and the Jews started a discourse with him, and he told them that you see, this whole thing is about you believing, because if you are real disciples of Moses, you would believe me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he kept pointing people back to believe. Then chapter six, he gave food, and after he multiplied the food or the bread and fed the thousands, they 
they said, give us a sign. So we believe. they said, huh? what shall we do to do the works of God? Because they were following him for food. He said, you see, you guys, it's because of food that you are coming. They said, what shall we do to, to do the work of God? He said, you have to believe. That's all. Just believe. And then they said, give us a sign to believe. He said, I am the bread that came from heaven. Don't depend on physical things, natural occurrence to determine your belief. Determine, let it be determined by the fact that I, the son of man, came to die and I'm, I'm, I came from heaven. In John chapter 20, verse 29, 30, 31, it talks about how many things Jesus said were not recorded, but this has been recorded so that you will believe. And not watch this. Is that you believe that he is the son of God? What does that mean? That he is the one who came from heaven. So the believing is not just believing uh, the Bible is good, but is believing Jesus is the son of God. He is God who came down from heaven and he became like us. Adam wanted to be like God, so he lost who he was. Mm. Jesus did not was not eager to grasp his godness. He gave he 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 wasn't Bible says that he did not count equality of God something to hold on to. Mm. That is the, the lie the devil sold to Adam in the garden in Genesis chapter wow. 3. He says wow. that if you eat this, you shall be like God. Adam wanted to be like God. Jesus in Philippians chapter 2, verse 7, 6 and 7, he said he did not count equality with God something to hold on to. I have to, I have to glorify like God. So he came, he humbled himself and became a, a, a human being. And and, the, to, and then he humbled himself to die and die as far as dying on the cross. The death that was for the worst of criminals, he said, I'll die so that my death can cover even the worst of criminals. He should have held on to God on the cross. You know what they told him? If you are God, save yourself. Mm. Even the thief said, why don't you save yourself and save us? But the other one said, "We, this man is innocent. Don't talk to him like that. We deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. He's pure. He's, he's just. He's faultless. So the point here is that until you believe that Jesus is actually God, he, you see, human beings find it difficult to believe he's God, but they want to believe they can be like gods. <laughs> they want to believe we can be God. We are wise enough to make our own decisions. In yeah. fact, some intellectuals will tell you, what do you mean by we are so depraved that without God, we don't know what is right and wrong? That's what the intellectuals think. Wow. That you, 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 are you trying to tell us we, need, we, don't, we are not intelligent enough to know what is right? We need some, some, uh, being, being, uh, some uh, creature somewhere or being somewhere to come and tell us what is right and wrong. Oh, come on, you Christians, drop it. That's what they use. The intellectuals and atheists, they say we don't need God because we are wise enough. We are smart enough. When we think we can bring man together, human beings together without God, some of us, there's no way you would have met this other person because the people you mingle with are not this person. Look at how Jesus has brought us together. He, he, mm. Bible says, remove the dividing wall. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14 said, he is our peace. Who has removed the dividing wall. He has removed the dividing wall. For we, he says that for we are one new man created in Christ Jesus. Well, been, one new, we are one. We are one. We are one. That is why in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3, he said, endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit. That word unity means the oneness of the spirit. You are in your husband. I'm one with you. 
you are we are all one that's why we hallelujah that's why we take Amen. communion Amen. We take communion because it says that we share in the same body first corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 we are one body we are one yeah. body yes, the yes, body yes, of yes. christ the church is the most heterogeneously united organization wow because our unity our unity is not cosmetic our yes. unity or it's not it's our unity is organic it's not an organized growth it's, it's an organic growth. Wow. Mm. Oh, wow. So as the body of Christ is growing, if she's a Christian, the same spirit and life that is working in me, the same father, the same spirit, the same life, the same baptism, the same hope is the same thing that is happening in her. Amen. Wow. So that is what makes us one. The things that make us one are not from outside. They are from inside. That is what makes our unity organic unity. Mm. It's organic. You can't do anything about it. It's organic. Mm. It's coming from within. It's, it's the life of Christ we are all sharing. It's one life. Mm. So when somebody becomes born again, the life has extended into him. Mm. And then another person becomes born again, the life has extended into her. So it's an organic growth. The same life. One shared life, which is different from United Nations, bring different parts together and try and form one organi uh, organism. Oh, wow. organization. Oh, wow. They are an organization. We are just an organic body. We have one body, one union, one life. Somebody shout, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That is why we share communion because it's one. In fact, two things I want to say about communion. In John chapter 6. He said, eat me. Eat my body. I am the bread that... It's not the communion he's talking about. Okay. okay. When he said, eat my body, it's not a communion because he defined what it means to eat his body in verse 35, which is to believe in him. When you believe in him, you are eating him. Right. So, in chapter 3, believe. Chapter 4, believe. Chapter 5, believe. Chapter 6, believe. And chapter 7, he said, if any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink. For as the Spirit has said, out of his inner man, he who believes, sorry, he, said, he said, he who believes in me, out of his inner man, as the scriptures have said, shall flow rivers of living waters. And the Bible said, this speak he concerning the Spirit. In the last day, the great day of the Jesus stood out and cried out, if anyone tells, let him come to me. And verse 38 says that, he that believes, he said, come and drink. Now look at what he said, verse 38, he that believes. He that believes on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly. So what does it mean to drink? Drinking from Jesus means believing in him. Eating Jesus means believing in him. Mm. Becoming a true worshiper through Jesus means believing in him. Mm. Everything has to do with believing in Christ Jesus. And what do you, are you supposed to believe? You believe that he is the son of God. Amen. Now, when we come to eat communion, communion is a statement of faith. Mm. We are making a faith statement that we are blood washed. We are blood bought. We are blood, blood just, just, uh, justified. We are blood sanctified. We are blood redeemed. The blood has propitiated on our behalf. Yes. Lord has atoned for us, has spoken for us. So Amen. we are in this because of the blood 
And the Amen. blood, oh, I like this. The blood still speaks. Amen. Amen. So today, that's the, the statement we are going to make as we take communion. The blood still speaks, and it is still speaking on our behalf as a church and as individuals. Amen. So shall it be. Amen. I add this. When it comes to the scriptures, God has never taken eating for granted. Eating has always been from the beginning, mm-hmm. and there shall be eating in the end. Mm-hmm. In Revelation, it says that he who overcomes, I'll make him eat of the tree that is in the midst, the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the paradise of God. Mm-hmm. When we go to heaven, we shall be eating. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We shall be eating. It's so important, we have to understand it. Food plays a major part in Christianity. Mm-hmm. And in many religions, food play a role. Mm-hmm. What role does food play in Christianity? You are either fasting or feasting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there is a place for feasting and there is a place for fasting. God has always taught us how to use food properly. The only crime main crime they, com- they told Jesus of committing. Now, they crucified him because they said, that's false. That, that they said, he said he's God. Actually, he's God. You know? So, that, he said he's God. That's why they crucified. That's the charge for his crucifixion. But when he was alive, living, one thing they cr- accused him of, one crime that he has committed is that they said he was a gluten. He was eating too much. <laughs> wow. So, Jesus said, you people are like children playing in the marketplace. Mm. John the Baptist came mm. and you said, uh, let me read it, Luke chapter 7. Is somebody learning something? I'm going to take it a little bit further and then we end. New In John chapter 7 verse 34, the son of man came eating and drinking. What did he come doing? Eating, eating and, and drinking. drinking. <laughs> what did he come doing? Eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a gluttonous man, a wine bibber, a friend of publicans and sinners. Verse 33 John the Baptist came, neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and he said, He has a devil. (laughs) (laughs) When we go to heaven, it's likely there'll be some eating. Uh, the Bible says that we shall be in a glorified body just like Jesus uh, in his resurrected body. But remember the resurrection, he was eating fish. fish. Yes, yes, yes. Fish. Roasted wow. and hot corn. Roasted. He was eating Bread. roasted fish. <laughs> he ate it a few times. Yes, so yes. that does that mean we will have to eat to survive? No. But we may eat because, watch this, there is going to be feasting. Do you know that the Israelites, God gave them different types of feasts? Hey. What is wrong is if every day you are feasting. Ah, there is time for feasting and there is time for fasting. Wow. Thank you. Wow. It's a hard thing. So once in a while, somebody must celebrate or feast. Wow. So yes, yes, that yes, is yes. why at a wedding, there's usually feasting 
because they say you are breaking the fast. In fact, the bride and groom are breaking their fast. That means they're supposed to be remain, they're abstaining and then they're breaking and they use just the reception to show that we are all breaking our fast with them. That's feasting. Feasting is so much part of biblical life, Christian life, was biblical life because the Jews had to feast. They had uh, some times in the year, months in the year where they feasted. In the New Testament, in Jude, verse 12, it said, these, uh, these are spots in your feast of charity. They used to feast. The church had feasts. To the extent that those early days, communion was not this kind of we are doing. In the early church, communion was proper feasting. They come and have different type of meal. Hey. Hey. But because of the greed of man, they had to scale it down. Okay. Oh, okay. Of the essential furniture in every fellowship in those days, the early church was a table. It was there was a table, not a pulpit. <laughs> not pews, but table. Because they, that's why they call it the Lord's table. They always had a table for the Lord's feast, communion. But because of the greed of man, it has now been scaled down so much to this tiny thing. So, listen, eating is so important. When God created Adam, he said, now start eating. And then in the center of the Lord's prayer, the prayer God taught us, Jesus taught us, mm. in the yes. middle of it, there is eating inside. Yes, wow. yes, yes, wow. yes, 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 yes. Give us this day our daily life. Every day. <laughs> because feasting, eating, or handling of food is a necessary part of spirituality. Mm. So when you are fasting, there are a few statements you are making. One of the statements you are making is you are telling food that you are not my God. You, I'm not under your control. I'm, mm. You are under my control. Mm. Until food comes under your control, you can't live the spiritual life properly. Wow. Mm. So for, that's why Jesus, the devil told Jesus, turn the stone into bread. He said, I won't do that. You can't in fact, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 19, Paul was saying that some people, their God is their belly. Oh, their stomach. Belly what do you do with stomach? You fill it with food. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you, your Christian life in courage has really changed you. Yes. Because food has always been your master. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes belly yes. master. <laughs> food has always been your God. But thank God for times like this. So, as I said, feasting is part of spirituality and fasting is part. To the extent that, you know, in heaven, we are going to have supper, special wedding feast. Revelation chapter 19, verse 9. It says, blessed are those who are invited to the supper of the Lamb's supper, wedding supper. We are going to sit down and have banquets. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Feasting. So, feasting is a necessary aspect of spirituality. Somebody say amen. 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 It's such a necessary aspect of how you handle food. Mm -hmm. Do you know the crime of the people in the days of Noah? They are sin. Their sin was, the Bible says that, let's look, let's look at it. 
Luke chapter 17, verse 26. Luke 17, 26. It says that, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. What were they doing? Verse 27. They did eat, they drank, and they married wives, and they were given to marriage unto them. What is wrong with their eating and marrying? Eating, drinking, and marrying. Do you know what was wrong with their eating, drinking, and marrying? That was the only thing they did. Wow. All they lived for was eating, drinking, and marrying. Eating, drink. Nothing else mattered to them. That was their sin. And so when God delivered them, he took them through in Deuteronomy chapter 8. He took them through some states, some processes. The scripture Jesus quoted when the devil tempted him. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Look at this. Is someone receiving something at all? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. Receiving the thing. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse, um, let me just start from verse 1. It makes sense. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord your God swore unto your fathers. Verse 2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee, watch this, 40 years in the wilderness. Why? To humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in your heart, whether thou would keep his commandments or no. Mm. He said he took you 40 years through the wilderness to humble you. Mm. One of the Biblical terminologies for fasting is I humbled myself. Mm. It took you through the dry season. Your wilderness life is not to break you or break you down. It's to, it's to humble you to prove what is in your heart. Amen. Yes. Amen. He said to prove what this, what this. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I thank believe somebody is feel like preaching, man. You are preaching. He says that, and thou shalt remember all the way in which the Lord your God led thee forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee and to know what was in your heart, whether thou would. Keep his commandment or not. Look at verse 3. Verse 3 is the way. And to humble thee and to suffer thee to hunger and to feed thee with manna, which thou knowest not. Neither did your fathers know. Why? That he might make thee know that man does not live like people know as they were living. Mm. It's to humble you to let you know that man must not live by bread alone. Mm. Man doesn't live by bread alone. In the days of Lewa, they were living by bread alone. Mm. It's always feasting, partying, feasting. That's why you are a fool. If all you live for is party, 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 party. Oh, I didn't say the Bible says that the heart of the fool is in the house of men. <laughs> yes, yes, wow. yes, 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 yes. The Bible says. Yes, yes. The Bible says. The pastor is saying something. No. Wow. And the Bible said that you are a fool if all you mm. think about Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 4 if all you think about is partying you are a fool the yeah. heart of a fool is in the house of feasting wow. so feasting is part of spirituality but it's supposed to be done occasionally mm. fasting did you see Jesus was always fasting no there was a season of fasting okay 
And we, are, we don't always fast. This June, we are fasting the whole of the month of June. Mm. A whole month. Mm. Fasting to bring the body under subjection and to make a spiritual statement mm. in the realm of the spirit. Mm. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said. Mm. And so this whole thing, there is some supernatural dimension mm. regarding what you do with food. Amen. Remember, there's time for fasting, and it's time for feasting. Amen. Amen. Don't let us live our lives as though life is about eating, drinking, and marrying. Mm. There's, there's more meaning to life than just that. Man must only by bread alone. Amen. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church? And subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.